Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, December the 1st. We've made it to the month of December. I hope that's a good thing for you. Uh, here's good news. In 21 days, it starts getting lighter, and, uh, and we celebrate the incarnation and the preparation for it this month. So there is good even in the midst of the cold that we are experiencing. And uh, so wherever you are, my friends, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's warmth. I wish you God's nearness. I wish you God's joy today. Thanks for being present and opening up God's word. So again, you know it. Uh, we're going to jump all over for Advent, which is great. And, and what they've done, and, and I'll even point to it, but only briefly today, uh, a lot of times, the first reading and the gospel will not match up at all. They're simply sequential readings. They'll read sequentially through the first reading, and it's generally maybe an Old Testament reading. Uh, and then we'll read sequentially, as we did through Luke's gospel or one of the gospels. And, and really, often there's no thread. But often in special seasons like Advent, like Christmas, like uh, Lent, like Easter, they will match those up, and, and today's is, matches up so beautifully. So I've got to at least point to it. So good. Today's gospel, Matthew chapter 15, a little longer, verses 29 to 37. So Matthew 15, verses 29 to 37. I am going to read out of the U.S. bishops. Uh, I'm just going to go directly from their website. So that's the uh, New American Bible uh, translation today. So uh, let's break open God's Word together, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain, and sat down there. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed them at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to his disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's so good, isn't it? Brothers and sisters, there is so much in this gospel. We could be here for a long time. But you know I'm trying to make these shorter 
trying to make them shorter. So I'm not going to break open everything there is here. And I just invite you to ponder. There is so much. I mean, it's immense. I want to start at the beginning, though. Um, the symbolism. Uh, and, and I hope you're like me. And that first line took you right back to something else. Because that's what Matthew intends. He's pointing at it. I even had to double check the verse that I was reading because I was so taken with it. First line, at that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain and sat down there, and great crowds came to him. Are you like me? Brothers and sisters, I could have swore at that point, because that's exactly when I looked at the verse again, that we were in Matthew chapter 5, not verses 15, or chapter 15. I thought we were starting with the Beatitudes. I thought we were starting with the Sermon on the Mount. Because that's how it starts. Go back. Don't believe me. Matthew 5, chapter 1. Because it's the same thing. He doesn't walk by the Sea of Galilee there, which is, is probably the giveaway. Uh, he goes up on the mountain. And the people come to him, and it says he sees them. Meaning, remember we talked about this before. He doesn't just see, oh, there's... John wearing that same blue shirt. And there's, you know, Frank over there with his, you know, uh, limp that he's got. And there's Ethel. Ethel, you know, with that, that looks like she just got her hair done. That's, that's not how she's, he's seeing them. He's seeing their predicament. He's seeing the baggage we carry. He's seeing what it means to be human. And so what does he say? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the pure in heart, right? Because he sees all the hurt they're carrying and saying, listen, I'm poor in spirit. Well, if you're poor in spirit, I've got good news for you. If you're feeling run down and meek and run over by, I got good news for you. It's the same thing here. He goes up on the mountain, sits down, and great crowds come to him, just like they did on the Sermon on the Mount. And he sees them. Why? Because these great crowds have with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. He sees the human condition. And what is it? It's, it's limping. It's, um, it's not fully formed. Because we're mute, and we're blind, and we're lame. Now we may think, well, Joe, I'm not. I feel pretty comfortable. I feel wholesome. And, and you know what? Praise God if you're healthy. But, but I think we have to see the layers that the gospel is inviting us to, right, my friends? Because there's no doubt it is. Because there are things we're blind to in ourselves, uh, in the way that we think, in the way that we talk, uh, in the people that we see and the people that we don't, uh, in the attitudes we have, in the language we use, we're mute sometimes, my friends, because there are times that we are unwilling to speak. We are unwilling to speak the truth that others may need to hear for fear, for fear of how they will react to us. We're unwilling to speak the truth uh, to a situation because we know it may be unpopular at the time. We're unwilling to speak um, for fear of... of what those repercussions and ramifications may look like. And we become mute out of fear. And we become deformed 
and lame, brothers and sisters. Uh, and, and, and we become like shrinking violets who sit off to the side. You know, Teddy Roosevelt has that wonderful quote, and I didn't look at it up beforehand, you know, um, so forgive me, I'm just going <laughs> to lambast it. But you know what? He said, uh, the, the, the victory belongs to those who are in the ring, those who are, 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 are you know, coated with sweat and dust, but, but have the courage to actually throw themselves within, even if that means failure. Brothers and sisters, our fear is not to cause us to stay on the sidelines because if we are, we are lame and malformed. And there, we may not do that all the time. We may not even do that most of the time. But brothers and sisters, we are the blind and the lame and the malformed and, and the mute. It's the human condition. And our God sees us. And what does he do? He cures them. And and. And this is, this is important. This is important that you hear this. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the, lime, the lame, the lime, the limes too. It would be amazing. The lame walking and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Now, it presumes the they is the crowd who sees these things happening. They say, look what he's doing. I'm going to say, God, you are so good. This is amazing. One level, true. But the other level is, I think, that they are the deformed, the lame, the blind, who are now able to see, who are now able to walk, who are now made whole, who are now able to speak. And they glorify God, not just by saying God praise you, but by being fully human. Right? What is it uh, Ignatius of Antioch said? The glory of God is a human being fully alive, not sitting off to the sideline, not being afraid to speak or my mouth cloven shut, not, not, not being, you know, uh, blind to, to the human condition all around me, not being, you know, lame for the baggage and the fear or the shame or, or whatever it is I carry, the hurt, the grief, the wounds, all true, all real. But when our God can see us, and, and he's the only one that can make us new, and when he does, brothers and sisters, we glorify him by being fully who we were created to be and doing fully what he invites us to, to be and do with our full self. That's how we glorify God. Words, uh, secondarily, right? It's the old axiom of, uh, of Francis, right? Whether Francis said it or not, we don't know. Preach the gospel at all times. When necessary, use words. We preach the gospel. We glorify God by being fully alive. That's the deal. And that's what happens up on the mountain. So, okay, I got to point to the first reading here because it's so good. It's Isaiah 25. And we use it sometimes at, at funerals. And I wish we used it more because it's so beautiful. But I'm going to read you the first, like, three verses, four verses. And it's so hopeful. So here's what he says. On this mountain, see how they go together? Hold on, it gets better. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples. Now, it's pointing not only to the mountain where the lame and the blind and the mute are cured, but also on that mountain where they're fed, right? Ugh. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy rich food and pure choice wines, 
But here's the part that goes with the part I've talked about with the, the lame. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all people. What is that? Death, our fear, our fear of death and the unknown. He will destroy the veil that veils all people. The web that is woven over all nations, he will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces. The reproach of his people you will remove from the whole earth for the Lord has spoken. And on that day it will be said, Behold our God to whom we look to save us. Brothers and sisters, this is the very mission of our God. Let it, let, I'm going to say that again. This is the very mission of our God. Let that sink in. Our God is not a God of, of frugality. Our God is not a God who has to be convinced and, and implored repeatedly and bribed with whatever bribery we try to give him to cure us, to heal us, to be present with us, to give us something. The mission of our God is this, to make us whole, to make us whole. Don't believe me. I hope this brought the same thing to, to mind that it did to me, Luke chapter 4, which might be my favorite verse in, in all of Scripture. You, you know that, those of you who have listened to all 436 episodes now, because I bring it up so often. Luke chapter 4, verses 16, where Jesus gives the mission. He gives his, his thesis statement for the rest of Luke's gospel. It's, it's the first thing he does when he comes out of the desert. Okay? First two chapters in Luke are the nativity narratives. Then, then in chapter 3 is the, uh, is the, the um, ancestry. And then he goes, gets baptized, goes into the desert. Then he comes out, goes to the synagogue. This is what he does. He unrolls the scripture uh, from Isaiah, and he, and he reads this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. So this is Jesus proclaiming who he is and what his mission is. Because he has anointed me, meaning Jesus, to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed grow free, go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Brothers and sisters, do you feel oppressed today? Do you feel blind? Do you feel in, in captivity? Do you feel poor at some level? Hey, you're in good company. Honestly, you're in, you're in the best company because that's who we came for. That's his one mission. We could talk, brothers and sisters, about the feeding of the 5,000. We could talk about all the symbols in there. We could talk about the mass. We could talk about God is God of abundance. We could talk about, you know, the seven leftover. We could talk about the disciples and our role, all of that. But that would take another half hour, and I don't want to do that. I just want to leave you with this. On this mountain, God sees you. He, see, he really sees you and, I, and me, thank, thanks be to God, in our blindness, in our fear and in our lameness, in all the baggage, all the wounds, all the hurts, all the fear, all the shame. He sees us in everything we carry. And all these things make us deformed and make us less alive. And our God says, no, but that's not my mission. My mission is to make you alive because you glorify me in being fully who I made you, and that is my daughter, and that is my son. And remember that. 
and let go of this other stuff and allow me to give you sight, allow me to give you voice, allow me to make you whole, to be able to walk fully upright. That, my friends, is the mission of our God. He does not need to be cajoled. That's what he desires. And that, brothers and sisters, is the best news. Because on this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all people, the web that is woven over all nations. He will destroy death and infirmity and deformity forever. Let's pray. We continue, my friends, through the uh, Luminous Mysteries. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the gospel. Our fathers who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, blessed Wednesday, blessed December to you. Thanks for breaking open God's word with me today, and God's peace to you.